You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. Lord, open our eyes to see that which you are saying unto us. Open our ears to hear, to hear your words from heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we bless your name. We pray that you bring about a transformation from within and bring about a manifestation on the outside in the name of Jesus. Father God, I anoint my lips to declare your word boldly, causing me to speak as your spirit gives me utterance in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks for your word shall be implanted into the hearts and the minds of your people and will produce fruit in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm going to be sharing about working out our salvation. Amen. Last week, I shared on the coming storm. Amen. And this is kind of a continuation along those lines. Now turn with me to Matthew chapter 7 from verse 21, which I shared from last week. The Bible says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he are only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. That is not everyone that calls upon me and says to me, Lord, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, that shall enter the kingdom or the domain of heaven or the influence or experience the blessings of heaven, except he who does the will of my Father in heaven. It is the doer of his will, not the hearer of his will, but the doer of his will, the Bible says, that will be blessed. It says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not declared your word? Have we not preached in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Have we not done wonders in your name? All those things appear to be spiritual. Amen. Religious in some form or the other. But this is what Jesus replied and said. Says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness amen the kjv says ye who practice iniquity says ye who practice lawlessness last week i shared the scripture from proverbs that said receive please instruction from my lips amen says receive please instruction from my lips amen says, let the word of the Lord be built up in your heart. says, he that does not turn his ear to receive the Lord's prayer is like an abomination. He that does not hearken unto the law says that person's prayer is like an abomination. 
says you are practicing lawlessness. What was Jesus saying? All these things you are doing is not what the Lord sent you specifically to do. So the people on the outside, it seems like you are doing something righteous or glorious. That it's not like they caught you stealing or they caught you bribing someone or they caught you in someone else's bed. That's not what he's talking about. It says it appears like you are doing something that appeared by my name. It says, but I never knew you. And then it goes on to say, therefore, whoever hears, amen, these sayings of mine, whoever receives my instruction and does them, I in him to a man, a wise man, and says this is the path of wisdom. The path of wisdom is the one who hears my sayings and does them. Says, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Says, the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. That house can represent your life, whatever you are building. Amen. It can represent the assignment God has given you to fulfill says be rest assured concerning this house you are building that the rains will come the floods will come the winds will blow but if you are building based on what you have heard from me and you are doing it it says your house will not fall because it is founded upon the rock says, but everyone who hears, because everybody's hearing, everyone who hears these sayings of mine, the Bible says the Holy Spirit has been given unto us so that we may know the things of Jesus Christ or the sayings of Jesus Christ. He has come to guide us into the knowledge of truth. Jesus Christ is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. The Holy Ghost has been given unto us. That's why Jesus said, it is needful for me to leave you so that the Holy Spirit can come. The anointing that has come to abide on the inside of you so that you can know all things. So that you can know the things that are to come. The Bible says he will, he will cause you to know the things that are to come. He will show you what is coming your way. He will show you what you need to build concerning your life it says but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and again the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew those are the elements those are the elements of a storm wind blowing Rain descending, and if the rain is heavy enough, there will be floods. And they blew on that house. Remember, the wise man built a house. The foolish man also built a house. What was the difference? One built according to what he heard and did it, and the other just built and disregarded what he heard. 
said the one that disregarded what he heard when though the storm came and built blew upon the house said it fell and great was its fall god doesn't care how great you build your house says great was the fall of that house amen so we have to pay attention. Paul said that let every man take cognizance of how they are building. Amen. Says no other foundation can be laid except that which is Christ. Says I have laid a foundation. Be careful how you build. Are you building with wood? Are you building with straw? Or are you building with silver and gold? That which has been tested by fire. says, be careful how you build. Because everybody's work will be tested. Amen. Everything you do, whatever you build, the Bible says God will test it. God will judge it. As by fire. To see, is it going to go through the fire and be destroyed and perish? Or is it going to be refined like silver and gold and become even more precious? Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 1 says, Therefore, we give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. We must pay attention to what the Lord is saying to us. The scripture says that God has promised this new covenant. You will not need to say to any man, know the Lord. Everyone from the least to the greatest shall know him. Amen. For God will put his laws into your heart and write them upon your mind so that everyone can know him. That's what the new covenant is about. That everyone, not just the high priest as of old, has access into the presence of God to hear what the Lord is saying unto us. It is God's desire from the beginning to speak unto his children. The Bible says concerning Adam, he heard the sound of God's voice in the garden. And what did he do? He went to hide. Mistake one, he went to hide. God is, has, from the very beginning, wanted us to hear the sound of his voice. And to walk in obedience to the sound of his voice. What was Adam's mistake? He hearkened to the voice of another. And not to the voice of God. And that is why he got cursed. He said you paid attention to the voice of it. You gave her to me. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether God is the one that gave you that thing. Your first attention is to what the Lord. Even regardless of what he has given you. That is not the excuse. It is what the Lord can say. I've given it to you and tomorrow I'm taking it. That's what he said concerning Isaac to Abraham. Give me the son that I have given you. Come and sacrifice him to Amen. It's about hearing what the Lord has said to you. Today the Lord might say, this I have given to you. Tomorrow he might say, let it go and move to the next place that I have prepared for you. They are now holding on to what the Lord has said, release. And it has become like an idol and a stronghold in your life because you will not let it go. You become attached to it. It can be anything. It can be wealth. It can be God move forward. He said to Abraham, give me your son. 
And God acknowledged, he said, because of this thing you have done, because you are willing to sacrifice all and obey my voice, in blessing I shall bless you. Amen. It is the doer of the word, that which the Lord is saying unto you that is blessing his deeds. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 I say, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard lest we drift away. That is if we don't pay attention to what the Lord is saying to us, we are the ones that will drift away. It says lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience to that word received a just reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? What is that salvation that God is speaking to you? It says, receive the image of God, which is able to save your soul. God is speaking. Are we listening? And are we obeying what he's saying? says we shall drift away if we don't pay attention to what the Lord is saying. says if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, every transgression and disobedience to the voice of God received a just reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. says, we will not escape. If they did not escape, we too will not escape if we do not pay, pay attention to what the Lord is saying to us. There is no escape. That is, the storm will come and great will be that fall. The storm will come and one will be swept away. Because you have not built upon the rock. The revelation, even Jesus Christ said, upon this rock of revelation, I will build my church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. It says, who do people say that I am? It says, God, flesh, it is what God has revealed unto you. Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. What my Father in heaven has revealed unto you. It says, upon this revelation, upon this rock, Petrosa, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not be. That is no storm. Even if it is the Lord that said nothing that is built upon Revelation's word can be cast away. Even Jesus did the same. Our salvation is found in obeying what the Lord has commanded us to do. That is why throughout Psalms, you see the psalmist continually saying that, uh, that give me your word. Uh, I hunger for your word as one that finds great spoil. Amen. Says that I desire your word more than my necessary food. That is God's word became more precious than anything else he could desire. That even my necessities are nothing compared to receiving your word. Says revive me according to your word. 
Do not hide your commandments from me. That is our desire must be God. Do not hide your commandment because your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Without your word, my path is dark. There must be a hunger for the word of God like never before. At one time in the, in the Old Testament, the Bible says there was a famine of the word. We don't want that. Israel didn't know what to do because there was a famine of the word. We need to hunger for God's word. Like that is like that is teach me. I do not know. That is humility. It says it's with humility, with meekness, you receive the implanted or the engrafted word of God. That's God wants to implant his word in your heart and in your minds. But it's with humility, not assuming that you already know. Amen. That it doesn't matter what you know. Even Paul said, Paul, that wrote two thoughts of the New Testament, said, my earnest desire is that I may know him. He never stopped desiring to know him. He never said, with all my revelation, I have known him. When he began to shift in that way, what did God do? A messenger of Satan to buffet him because of the abundance of revelation so that he would not get what? Puffed up with pride. But, mm, you're beginning to veer off. God chastised him so that he would remember. That all that you know is nothing, it's still a drop in the sea of my wisdom. That is, God can produce things that I has not even yet till today seen or ear heard or entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. We think that God is out of divine ideas. There are things that God can do that have never yet happened. Yet we are focused on the now. We are not seeking to see what the Lord has prepared. Hungering for his word to be fulfilled. Says, my word is like rain. It shall come down. It shall not return to me void. It shall accomplish the word that come out of my mouth. Shall accomplish the purpose for which God, when he sends his word, it's for a purpose. You want to know what your purpose is? That means you want to know what the word of God is. Shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish, Isaiah 55. But it says, first of all, you have to forsake your ways and forsake your thoughts. So as to be able to receive his thoughts and his ways. Shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish the purpose for which I have sent it. It says, then you shall go forth with joy. Amen. Philippians 2, 12 to 13 says, look. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling as one that trembles at my word. Work out your salvation. Don't take it for granted. And I'm like, how do we do that? He says, for God is the one who works in you. The reason we are going to be able to work out this salvation is because the Lord our God is working in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. It's not about our pleasure, it's about his. If you're a true servant of the Lord, it's not about you. It's about what he wants. You've given up what you want. Because what God wants will always be better than what you want. David was a shepherd boy. It never entered his heart to be king. He couldn't have thought about being king. 
Why? Because there was already a king. And the king had a son. So there was no way he could have imagined. Do you understand? That he would be king of Israel. Because there was already a king and a son to take over from, the, from Saul. He would not have, that is, he would have read the scriptures. He would not have thought, hey, I'm going to be king. Unless the Lord revealed it. And the Lord revealed it through his prophets. That you are going to be king. And even with that knowledge, he didn't try to take it by force. Hey, God has given me the kingdom. Therefore, go. No. He waited for the timing of the Lord. When God said move, he moved. When God said stop, he stopped. He couldn't have imagined it. No one could not have imagined a flood unless the Lord told him. He would not have built an ark if the Lord did not command. You know, you understand. He's building a ship on dry ground. Everybody will look at you as crazy. But when the flood comes, they will discover you are wise. They were foolish. We must pay attention. We must earnestly desire what the Lord is saying. It says in the last day, in, in former times, God spoke unto us through prophets. In these last days, he's speaking unto us through his son. The Holy Spirit has been given unto us that we might know the things that have been freely given unto us. Uh, that we might know the things of Jesus Christ. Uh, because the scripture declares in John uh, that the Father has given all things to the Son. That is why he said the Holy Spirit will come uh, and reveal and show unto you the things that belong to me. Rest assured, your eyes haven't seen it before. Your ears haven't heard it before. Neither has it entered into the heart of any man what God has prepared. If you think you have, you have a plan and this is where I want to go, your eye hasn't seen yet what the Lord can do through you and will do in you. One translation says, God will implant within you the passion to do what pleases him. You will come to know it is not by your power and your might. That God is the one that in you both to will and to do. You are like, Father God, I have this tendency to be disobedient. But walk in me both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Destroy within me anything that is contrary to your will. You must be ready to say that. Remove from my life anything that is contrary to your will. No matter how attached I may be to it. Amen. It could be an it, it could be a him or her. Amen. The honor of God. Yes. Second Peter chapter 2. God says, How shall we escape? God does not spare. Amen. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 4 says, For if God did not spare the angels who did what? Who sinned? Who disobeyed his voice? But cast them down to hell and delivered them to chains of darkness. That's what happens when you disobey his voice. It takes you into darkness. It says your understanding will be darkened. You will not know which way to go. It says to be reserved for judgment... And did not spare the ancient world. If God did not spare the ancient world, he will not spare the modern one. Amen. It says, if God himself did not spare the ancient world, 
He will not spare. This is the word. He will not spare the more than one. Don't think oh, we are advanced. They are ancient. As he did not spare the ancient world, he will not spare the modern one. God, the God that we serve is a God that changeth not. Amen. He says, but what did he do? He saved Noah. Amen. This is why we need to work out our own salvation. But therefore, his people is to save them. So, of necessity, you must pay attention to what you have heard. To what the Lord is saying. If you're going to experience his salvation when God is not sparing. When his storm is blowing. Because it is God that is in the storm. It is God that is in the, it's not the devil. It is the Lord himself. It says he saved Noah, one of its people, a preacher of righteousness. Bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. He condemned them to destruction. Made them an example to those ungodly. That is, what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah was an example for us today. That God has not changed. That if you follow the path of ungodliness... If you follow the path of sensuality, it will reward you with destruction. It will reward you with corruption. It will reward you with darkness. You will be alienated from the life of God. It says, work out your what? Salvation. Noah worked out his salvation. How? Hebrews 11.7. Bible says, by faith. Being Noah, being divinely warned of what? Things not yet seen. Our faith is focusing on things not yet seen. Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not yet seen. I said this last week. God wants to give us the evidence of things not yet seen. Bible says the Holy Spirit will show us what things to come. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the minister of the good things to come. Not of an earthly sanctuary, but of a heavenly one. He was warned of things not yet seen. It says Affliction is temporal when you look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. God wants to give you the evidence of things not yet seen. He calls, he calls that faith. That faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.